Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Welcome to the Champions of Mind podcast. Weekly content to help you take your mindset, business, health, and wealth to the next level. Starring the UK's two most in-demand action-taking coaches, Llewellyn and Rhys Davies, with host James Burt. Ladies and gentlemen around the world, welcome to the Champions of Mind podcast, where every single week, me, your host and compare James Burt, gets to sit down with the UK's two leading coaches, Llewellyn and Reese Davis. Ordinarily, we are live or semi-live, podcast live anyway, in the studio somewhere. But this week, we're doing something a little bit different because off the back of last week's show, episode 100, which was a best of special. By the way, guys, if you're one of the hundreds of people who tweeted, Insta posted about it, DM'd us, messaged us, emailed us, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Absolutely unbelievable response to last week. People getting in touch saying it's their must-listen-to show of the week. People getting in touch saying that it's generally making them take action they would never have otherwise taken. So it's a really big thing for us that you guys are so supportive and get so much from the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But off the back of last week, because we were asking you guys, which are your favourite bits and clips, we decided we're going to put out, we're going to rerun one of the most popular shows. Now, when we put it out there to you guys, we asked you of all of the 99 previous episodes, which one would you like to hear mostly? It was our episode on mindset. Now, this goes right back probably to about July 2017. It was only the 10th show we'd ever done, but it got such a massive response and it got such great positive feedback and again like I say so many people asked for it as part of episode 100 so we thought why not let's rerun it replay it and put it out again so if there's any mentions of dates or times or events that are coming up during the show please ignore it because obviously it's 2017 when we recorded it originally it's now 2018 so forget anything in these time context but without further ado let's go all the way back to our 10th episode all about mindset this week is a special replay for episode 102 thank you very much for being here as always please feel free to rate review download subscribe and share this out with one person and you think we get massive value from it. This episode is all about mindset. Let's crack on with the show, boys. Episode 10. Now, I think this is this really sort of plays into your strength. Episode 10 is all about mindset. <coughs> I'm quite proud of my first question. I'm going to be honest. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes, sir. If you are offered £100 million for your mindset, would you sell it? It's worth... It's invaluable. So you would not sell it? I say to every single person that will listen to me is you're worth billions and there's no figure that could ever match what you're capable of. It's not something that you sell. But personally... <laughs> He's going to flog it. You go, yeah, I'll have that. I'll be insulted. <clears throat> now, I understand oh. what someone could offer money for something that they're required to have, but, you know, you don't 
literally grind your way through life to sell something that's so personable to you and your struggles. So, no, I wouldn't sell it. I'm, well, I'm glad I started the show by um, insulting you. That's a very, <laughs> that's a very good start. It's not as we mean to go on. Right, let's get down to it. What is mindset? Because it's become kind of fashionable, you know, mindfulness, mindset, uh, personal development. It's very fashionable at the moment. It's very on vogue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, people talk about it a lot. But what is mindset to you, Louis D? Before I go off on a tangent and try and diversify what mindset is in many different areas, it's self-awareness for me and understanding what I desire emotionally, physically and financially. It's building the bridges between each experiences and keeping a high positive frequency, understanding that I'm going through a personal transition. Nice. Recently, what do you what do you think of when you hear the word mindset? Yeah, I, I, I echo what my brother says entirely. However, based on the listeners and what's available to people in regards to content, I'm going to say something very um, slightly different in regards to how I perceive having the correct mindset is your ability to tell the truth about your current situation and developing the courage to take yourself out of it. Mm, nice, I like it. Is mindset then natural or is it learned? It's so something you... you have to continuously work on, even when you hit a level of, um, I believe, self-awareness and understanding, mm -hmm. to maintain that level of understanding, appreciation and awareness, you have to continuously put the effort in to, to have that sustainability. Makes so, sense. So you're always having to, you have to grow yourself. So you're always yeah, yeah, because you're learning then. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> because there's internal and external factors that will contribute towards you going back in regards to how you think and how you process things and the emotions that can occur through having certain thought processes. So in order to continue to go and move forward, it should be a conscious, consistent effort. So when we talk about is mindset natural or learned, you've said there that it's something that you have to constantly develop yourself, but is there an element of your given elements of it as a natural thing? Because I know a lot of your mindset comes from your mum and the experiences you've got that to remember, she gave you as a kid. Mindset is something that's learned initially until you become responsible for your own thoughts. Right. And then it goes into, you know, you have to try and train your mind into believing certain things so that you can experience certain things and continue to grow. You know, of course it's learned because we're impressionable beings, aren't we? So there's an element of it you're, I guess, up to a certain age, you do what you're told, you believe what you're told. Even from, as adults, I know 30-year-olds yeah. that do as they're told. So it's so I want you to write this mm, down. It is a learned behaviour, <clears throat> excuse me, up until you make a decision. Simple as that. It's a learned behaviour. Mindset is a learned behaviour up until you make a decision. And what is the decision that people have to make? Either it's working for you or it isn't. Right. And, and uh, well, what I'll say about mindset is literally don't follow everyone else's idea of what your mindset sh should be. Mm. There's no right or wrong in how you move forward. There's no right or wrong in how you think, how you apply yourself, how you want to execute on certain ideas. Mindset is absolutely personable based on your own beliefs, based on your own experiences, based on your environment. So please don't be one of these people who's moving forward in personal development, feel it necessary to be like Reese or be like Lou or be like James Burt. Yeah. You know, use elements of our podcast to understand that you can be you and develop your own mindset. Don't become a sheeple. It's almost become a generic term, hasn't yeah. it? And it's been so sort of bounded about all over the place about, my, oh, you've got to have your mindset right and all the rest of it. But actually, like I say, it's almost what your outlook on life is like and that's personal to each individual and you can't 
try and emulate you. You can't try and emulate Louis. You can't try and emulate me because it's not going to work. You can only be you and you get the best results from life when you are the best version. You're not trying to beat anyone else in life yeah. apart from yourself. You just so, want to be the best version of you that you can be. Yeah, I completely agree. So look at all the people that we admire um, and aspire to be like, you know, Les Brown, Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, Eric Thomas, all these people are now running a personal development scene, inspiration, motivation and business. They're just being themselves. Yeah, of course they are. And what they're doing is they're, they're, they're putting their content into the masses, but instead of that inspiring people to be the best version of themselves, so I think what a lot of people do, aspire to be like them. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the common mistake a lot of people are making. You know, me and Louis don't want to make clones of the Terrible Twins or recent Llewellyn Davis or Champions of Mind or James Burr. What we want to do is use this content as a trigger for them to realise what they're worth and how they can yeah. behave on their terms. Yeah, I think you're so right that people decide they, you know, they want to be what they see almost. How many people now who are just starting up businesses have got someone who like follows them around with a camera? So, you know, what have you done to not not being derogatory to people, but what have you done to justify someone else following behind you? What? I, I, why I can do tell I... you what they haven't done. They haven't realised what it is they have to offer yet. Mm. Because, you know, me and my brother ain't even at that stage yet where we're documenting what we're doing every day and we're making big moves and we're busy. Yeah. You know, we're having conversations five years after starting a brand. We're only beginning to actually think that we're deserving of showing what we do every day. But the whole, like, selfie video thing, you you boys did it five years ago, before mm. it was, like, a thing, before it was popular, before it was... In well, fact, I... you had someone following you around in 2013, didn't you? 2012, like, be- Before I Gary Vee and all of them were even doing it, because yeah. you, you were showing your like, body transformation. Yeah. Obviously, you've got a massive fan base off the back of doing that. But it's interesting, isn't it, how people want to replicate what they see, or they think, oh, when I'm like Gary Vee, then I'll be happy. Bandwagons. When I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bandwagons. When I'm, when I'm like Stephen Bartlett, then I'll be happy. When no, I'm like, but, you know, but what I want you both to understand is I'm going to go against what you both are saying here. Oof. I admire people that do it. Okay. Even though they may not have a following, that may not have experience, they're just testing the water, okay. they're trying, and I don't think we should knock them. Okay. Because even though I understand what you're saying in regards to, you know, well, who are you to warrant that, I also like their courage. Yeah, And their, I, what I also like, James, is their intentions and their behaviours that are matching their intentions because they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. They could, however, be talking shit and talking about it, but they're actually doing that it. That is true. So I like that, you know. Yeah, so I think we should give them a round of applause to say respect, they're doing it. Because their behaviours, their behaviours are matching their intentions and that's how you build a following. Me and Louie never had a following when we did it. Yeah, I agree. But we got traction <clears throat> off it oh. and momentum. So, uh, but, no, but I understand what you're saying, but do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we're right. There's a live perspective shift for us all. Yeah, there you go. Do you consider yourselves to have the same mindset? I'm really intrigued because obviously you're in a very similar uh, work world. You're in a very similar... Um, you know, sort of physical shape. You take your, your your fitness very seriously. You are, you know, genetically very closely linked because you are identical twins. No, fraternal, fraternal twins. Fraternal twins. Yeah. Okay. What does that? What does That's that mean? That's just a scientific term, basically saying that you wasn't in the same sack. Okay. Reese was in the bull sack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna edit that out. Um, so, do you consider yourselves to have the same mindset? We have the same kind of. Values. We have the same values. The mindset's slightly different because we did time in the military. Right. And I said did time because that's what it was. You know, he put himself there so that he could basically steer clear of certain other avenues in life. But mindset, I think we both desire the same outcome through the way that we think. But in regards to being wired the same, categorically not. 
What do uh, you reckon? Yeah, I think we both have the same throwback qualities in regards to, you know, adversity, obstacles, curveballs, merely shape me, my brother, mm. use them as catalysts. We kind of thrive on them, as Louis shown from his um, uh, broken Achilles tendon, you know? Um, we we sh we share the same qualities in that respect. However, you know, there's times when Reese can be dominant, Louis can be submissive, vice versa. But we vibe off each other in those elements and areas yeah. where if I feel a little bit weak in regards to getting something done, and I need a bit of moral support and encouragement and a bit of t tenacity. I'll tap into my brother, vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So as with anything, James, you know, we display similar and different qualities. Mm, interesting. So what do you think then holds most people back with their own mindsets? They've not explored it enough. <clears throat> Excuse oh, okay, me. OK, really? Yeah, I honestly believe a lot of people haven't really begun to, to dive into what it is they want, what it is they're prepared to do and what they're actually capable of. You know, I think if people really do stretch themselves, they're going to realise that they're much more capable of doing everything that mm. they need to do to get what they want. So I think the thing that holds people back is the fact that they haven't begun to explore their true level of capabilities. So what would be your first step for someone to go and explore? It, depend, it depends in what area in which they wanted to work on because mindset has to be broken down. You can't apply one mindset to a relationship and then one mindset to finances. Everything is specific to what area you're focusing on. Right. It's not generic, you know. That's why I say we're all very, um, what's the word I'm looking for, complicated individuals. You know, if you start to have one mindset across all board of your life, that's when you start to come and stop. I think massively expose mm. yourself to a, um, a loss expose yourself to a little bit of pain and then learn and win from it. And I think the moment you can expose yourself to pain and win from it or learn from it, you know, your mindset grows and it expands and you, you then have a higher expectation of you, who you are, how you can grow and develop through adversity rather than sitting back trying to swerve your way out of pain and drama how, and losses how how do you make someone have a controlled loss no, then you don't make anything but it's it's a correct perceptional shift you need to have when you're going through hard times which everyone does every single mm. day could be an argument at work could be an argument with your partner it could be anything to having a bad day in the gym but it's your perception and your shift and the wind you create from that that will determine how quick your mindset will grow and develop mm. over a period of time and is that why then you're so i guess focused on sport and the gym because like the gym for example that teaches you an actual tangible lesson every day it's difficult you every day you struggle but you get stronger through the the struggle you can create your first win in the gym physically when you say 12 reps and do 15 Right. There's a subconscious understanding that you actually just went above and beyond what it was mm. you had to do to get what you wanted. And that's where you create self-value. I guess it's, it's very relevant because if you set, for example, being like really simplistic, if you set the weights very light, then you don't get the growth. Mm. Plain and simple. You've got to remember, if I was to simplify what you just said, it's like, how do you show a human being that they can actually do more than what they're currently doing? Yeah. You don't need a, you don't even need a gym for that. You sure as hell don't need no money. Yeah. So you just teach people to basically change their mindset through physical application. Yeah. And it's what you call a transferable skill. If you're doing 15 reps instead of 10, it's going to be impossible for you to make two phone calls when you could be making five because yeah. you're just used to pushing that, that boundary. boundary. Yeah. So what role has sport played in your mindsets? Because a lot, a lot of like the whole, um, even the language that you guys use is very much um, 
it's competitive it's about winning it's about getting what you want and that that stems i guess from from your sort of elite it's foundational brother because i think personally you know life is competitive it's you versus life 95% of the time, life isn't really going to reward you based on what you do good. Mm. What it is going to do, however, is capitalise on what you do bad. Right. Okay? So you can do a 100 things well and you expect to win and it doesn't happen. Now, it's the staying power. It's the competitive edge in the individual that's going to create the long-term win. Yeah. That's It's that simple now. Whether you're on a football pitch, in a boxing ring, playing ice hockey, it doesn't matter. It's that competitive edge in the individual that creates a champion of mind. Not in sport. I'm on about in life. Mm. I agree. It, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's that simple. And those that are not competitive with life, you quite often find they get affected quite negatively by someone saying something to them, um, experiencing a loss, not achieving a goal when they wanted it to, to mm. be, become... Um, a goal, um, and that's what prevents people from really, really winning. So can you actually train yourself to have a better mindset? Then? Of course you can. Look yeah. what we've done. Look what you've done. Look what vast majority of people have done. But what a lot of people don't do is communicate it properly so people don't know that what they've done and how they've achieved it. So I, I believe everyone learns and grows, but not everyone understands it as that. Uh, OK, so everyone's, everyone is evolving, but they don't realise that they're evolving. And I'll add Attention. to that. I'll add to that. I don't think the majority of people actually give themselves any kind of self-praise for where it is they've come from to where they've been. Mm. You know, I say to every single one of my friends, family, clients, please appreciate just how far you've come. You've actually trained your mind to go to that next level, which is why you've now left that job and got to this place. Yeah. You know, self-appreciation will help you realise <laughs> that your mindset has actually improved. Don't just go from one thing to the next without giving yourself a pat on the back. Here's a great Easy example. done, isn't it? Easy yeah, of course. Done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a really good generic um, example now. Single mums. Strongest, most valuable people on the planet. Bringing up a kid, holding down one, two, three maybe jobs, dealing with illnesses, managing their own expectations, bringing up and educating a child... That's actually now, based on society, quite standard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, They, they, yeah. Don't, they don't get praised. It's yeah. like, you're a single mum, you're another one. Yeah. But realistically, a lot of these single mums are 15, 16, 17. They're still babies, yet they're still doing yeah. a fantastic job or trying to do or bring up themselves and they could, regardless of the predicament and how they've done it, yeah. that is evolution, that is strength, that is power. And that's a great example of people don't really celebrate how far they've come. We spoke about this um, last week on the Money Show, though, didn't we? That how how people get trapped in the um, how how they get trapped just doing the work or mm -hmm. going from one thing to the next. We talked about sort of the fact they won't or they delay gratification to the point of never celebrating anything. So, like property, we we discussed quite in depth last week about property investors. You know, they go from one deal, they refinance a deal, they put that deal that money into the next deal, and the next deal, and the next deal, and the next deal. Then you look at the bank balance, and there's actually there's nothing in the current account to pay for the shopping. Mm. Uh, and that, that in and of itself is a mindset, isn't it? Of, yeah. of how people it's a work. mindset. Um, and I think it takes people like myself recent, um, and you to come along and just preach what they see. Mm. Because it, it, we talk about courage and growth. It's all about courage in standing up for what it is you believe in what you see. Yeah. I mean, we see the trend in which the business world goes and the way people that go, and it's dangerous. Yeah. So even though that is a mindset, as of today, as of this podcast, it could be a mindset that's awoken realised and changed. This, this is the sort of the most exciting thing, I guess, about mindset, is that you could have been a certain way for 30 years. Just you change. could be someone who has anger issues or depression or anxiety. 
you can make an instant decision and completely change your world. 100%, yes you can. And that's a beautiful thing. You can choose at any time, no matter what day it is, no matter where you are, what you've been through, to make a change. I don't believe in the terminology instant decision because prior to that decision, you subconsciously thought about it for months, weeks, maybe yeah, years. Yeah, I believe there's a tipping point or a pivotal point. Right. It's never an instant decision. So there's a build-up of stuff over the Of course there is. Yeah. You know that, yeah. and the listeners know that. So there's no such thing as a, I'm just going to change the way I think. It's, okay, now it's time. Yeah. It's too much, now it's gone on too long. What's the best way to improve your mindset then? So let's say that someone's a bit down in the dumps, they are maybe in a job that they don't really like, maybe they haven't got a relationship that they want with their partners, maybe they get stressed with the kids, um, they are, you know, they, they let off steam at the weekends just by going out and getting drunk. They eat food that they shouldn't be eating. What's the best way they can improve their their mindset? Taking ownership. It is that simple. If you're currently unhappy, if you're not thinking the way you want to think, if you're not getting the desired outcomes and results that you think you are worth, you have to take ownership of who you are and why you are that person. And how would you do that? Would you actually sit down and write Telling yourselves the truths about what is it you're unhappy with in regards to your mindset. And are you are you verbalising this to yourself? Are you writing it down or...? I don't do any of that writing down shit because I'm just <laughs> truthful. I, I don't, James, you know, because I know Reese Davis. You know, there's elements in my life to this day that I still work on every single day. Yeah. And it comes from telling myself the truth. So for the listeners, they can write it down if it helps them see it on a piece of paper. Mm. But off the back of writing it down, that's not something to celebrate. What you do do then is write an action step on how you change it. So, how, so for example, the things that you're... Work, so what do you try and improve on? I'm not going to talk about that publicly. Oh. Because that, that's personal. Okay. Okay? Okay. So let's uh, say... What is so it, I've insult, <laughs> so yeah, I've insult, but, No, but what is it? you in the first five minutes, and now I'm trying to make you answer <laughs> really awkward questions. Um, so let's take it in a different way. So let's look at... I've completely lost my fucking... Okay, then, so, so I'll give you a great example. What One of my clients is saying that they're really unhappy. Okay, then, so what makes them unhappy is the fact that they ain't got enough time in the day. Okay, why haven't you got enough time in a day when they spend four hours of the day watching television? Right, okay. Okay, so free up the four hours, what can you then do? The reality of the situation is anything they want, mm. but they have made the decision to sit there and flick through channel of, of television, yeah. being negatively influenced yeah. by content that is not going to help them move forward. They needed to own the fact that they are being lazy, sitting down, being completely submerged into content that bears zero relevance to helping them grow. Now, I said, what could you do with those four hours to make you happy? Maybe buy a book, maybe listen to audio, maybe do something productive, maybe financially, it could be emotionally, it could be physically. Mm. The fact is, once they take control of that four hours, it will contribute towards the happiness. However, they don't want to get uncomfortable first doing it. Yeah. It's easy to become a blamer. So, how, so in the example then with the client, how do you make them take, do they... Accountability, do they just, do they just firstly. Think about taking no. ownership, or how, how do they actually, like... Take, how do you make them take ownership? Or where do you, how do you get to that point where they're like, oh, I haven't got enough time in the day? And there'll be a myriad of excuses and reasons and stories as to why, but fundamentally you got to the crux of the matter, which is it's the four hours watching TV. It's how very, do you get to that point? It's really, really simple. You, anyone that works with me or listens to the podcast knows I do no fluff. Mm. I'm black and white. I will make them do write down on a piece of paper everything they do during the day. 
Okay, what is it they do every single day? Yeah. Okay, and with that four-hour window, the fact is they're doing nothing in regards to work, gym, nothing. They're just sat on their ass. Mm. Now, what could we do in that four hours? So I'll make them aware of what they could be achieving yeah. and feeling during that four hours. Now, that acts as a catalyst to help people move forward. And then what I do say and do do is say, look, if you continue to sit on your bum for the next four years, for the four hours watching that TV, where are you going to go? Mm. Who are you going to become? Yeah, yeah. And the fact is, the only answer you get, James, is... I'm going to go nowhere and I'm going to stay still. Yeah. And that scares a lot of people yeah. and it scares them into taking action. So when you're looking to take ownership in your own life yep. and you don't do the writing stuff down, mm. how, do you, how do you do it? Do you physically just sit there quietly and think no, to yourself? Because obviously what we talk about there is someone who's um, knows what they should be doing but are mm. not doing it. But you don't strike me as the sort of person where you would be... You're, you're not going to find you sitting down watching Hollyoaks for four hours. No. By the way, we saw Max out of Hollyoaks in the oh, tube of the way here, just, didn't we? Yeah. Just, just <laughs> being, excited. You being aware. Yeah. Being aware but and how, making a, a, a conscious effort. James. So are you, are you thinking about thinking then? No, no, no. Again, so don't overcomplicate something. So in layman's terms, if I'm being a prick and I don't like how I'm behaving or what I'm thinking, I'll have a word myself. Stop being a prick. Right. You, you, you're displaying a quality that makes you feel uncomfortable. Right. But the quality has almost been ingrained in you mm. over a period of time, but you want to detach yourself from that quality. Yeah. So the question I ask myself is, how is that going to benefit me in six hours' time, in a day's time, in a week time? And if the answer is it isn't, then I'll detach myself from it because it bears no relevance to my happiness or my future or my mindset. What's the biggest mindset shift that you've ever? Because I know some of your clients because I'm sort of like you know mutual friends of them on Facebook or whatever, and there's some exceptional results that people are creating. Yeah. What's the biggest? Have you ever like someone's come to you and they wanted to be a client? Yeah. And you thought, oh, this is not going to work, and they've just switched everything. Yeah, um, I've had that many, many, many times, and it makes me. It gives me more hope even for myself. Right. Okay. We're so close to the biggest change of our life. Yeah. And you don't know who's going to come into your circle of influence just to nudge that little bit. That's all you needed. Yeah. You know, some people think the massive change is massive amounts of work. Sometimes you can push a real rigid person just an inch and then they do the rest themselves. Yeah. And at that point, you see those kind of clients or cases, I call them. It gives even me massive inspiration to think, how close am I to that next massive epiphany or breakthrough? It must be so gratifying as well. Because what, what you guys do is fundamentally, I know we sort of, uh, it's not crass, but the thing that people want to know about is, you know, taking someone from five to six figures, from six to seven, from seven to eight figures. That's the sort of almost like the tangible stuff from like 10 houses to 50 houses or whatever. But I suppose it's the changes in mindset, changes in lifestyle, changes in mentality, that changes in happiness that must be the most gratifying thing. When you see someone um, who's just like a happier version of themselves, that must be so... Yeah, what a great way to make a living, It's man. the most rewarding way, but... You don't create the wins that you've just spoke about without doing the latter. Yeah, 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 of course. It, it, it is so interesting, you know. You don't go from one house to ten if you're not happy. You don't go from one house to ten if you don't create a mindset and develop a mindset yeah. and the correct emotional shifts with that. And it's beautiful because what me and my brother do and what we coach is, listen... Let's F the money. Let's F the houses. Let's work on you. Yeah. Then when we work on you, get an understanding and awareness of who you want to become, the rest is history because and, you then have access to that. And bro. do people come to you 
like as because you're very successful business people these days, do they come to you to like I want to be business coached, and they and they come so, with their suit on and they come with the shiny shoes and they don't want to talk about themselves or their mindset or their mentality, and they just like okay, well, coach me on improving my business, but you always make them. It's not their business is completely relative to. All the things we've just spoke about, their mm. mindset, their happiness, their their self-value, their personal economy. Have you ever, could, do you have clients where you have to force them down that road? Or the, force it's them not to forcing. See it? Um, we, I'll basically say to anyone, this is why your business is in the state that it's in, be it good, average or bad. Right. The, you've come to me for a reason. This is my opinion. You can choose to take it on or not. However, right. I'm not going to sit down and just talk knowledge and acronyms. It goes completely against what I think. I want to work on you because you're the person that drives the business. Yeah. And I had a guy come to see me before and he says, my business earns this amount per month and it turns over this amount per month, blah, 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 blah. And then um, I sat him down. I said, okay, then how does that make your family feel? How does that make your wife feel? How do your children benefit from this money? Like mm. directly from your income? What kind of money? Do, does, how does your finances directly affect your, your youngest daughter? And, um, um, and there was a breakthrough there is a complete disconnect to why he goes to work and what that provides for his family. Yeah. And at that point, he was like, wow, if I can connect the two, work is no longer work. Yeah. It's a purpose. Can I give you my example? Re re really interesting. So when someone comes to me and says, look, Reese, I want to be brand developed or business developed, I say, fine. What's preventing you from your business growing now or your brand growing? I don't know. It's the industry or the marketplace. Okay, absolutely fine. Let's focus on your business, right? I do it deliberately for one or two weeks, knowing it's a personal issue that's preventing them from moving forward. So we're going to grow. We're going to grow. We're going to work on content. We're going to work on my little blueprint to how to grow a business and develop a brand. And all of a sudden, they get absolutely stuck. And I say, okay, then, why are you not doing as what, or what I asked for you to grow to that next level? Well, there's that reason and this reason and that reason. Bang! Light bulb moment. It's not the fucking industry. It's the fact that there's a dysfunctional problem at home or there's a limiting belief mm. or there's your past experiences that are now preventing your business from growing. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with the marketplace. Then I, then I take over and then we work on some personal development. Makes sense? On the flip coin, as we talked about in the coffee shop, if you personally develop someone correctly, man, I've done it. People pay me for six months. A year, 12 weeks, two to three sessions working on their personal economy, they're then ready to go into tap business. Yeah. I prefer doing that way. It's a lot easier. I thought it was really interesting, actually, when we were talking earlier, we were talking about different like coaching styles, and you said that one of the ways that you'll do it, when people know what they should do, but they won't do the work, yeah. which ultimately boils back down to mindset and the, you know, the reasons and the stories you can tell yourself about why you're not doing what you should be doing, yeah. is that you just set them a task and you will not, Contact them until they've done the task. Income-producing activity, we just say, we can identify and come to a mutual agreement that this needs to be done. Therefore, after it's done, we can speak again. Because mm. you've got to remember, as a coach or as a mentor and as a speaker, it's really important that we don't get into babysitting. This ain't a fashion for us. We're really sold on the results that we want to create mm. for people, honestly. Which is why we only take on select few people or the people we choose to work with, those that really want the end result. And do you then, that's really interesting because obviously your time is so precious now. You, you only work with exec teams and, you know, like high net worth individuals because that's the only, you, you have 
very limited amount of time these days. Do you look for a certain mindset in people before you take them on? No, not really. If someone's coachable, flexible in their approach and willing to try and implement certain things, then we'll run with them. I'm far from perfect. Mm. So I'm, I'm well, not... Well, it's not, yeah. not that far, is it? <laughs> well, I'm never, ever, ever going to think that person doesn't qualify to work with me unless they're completely not coachable. Yeah. Louis and do you, just finish the word, do you James, have that? James, they have to be coachable. Yeah. On, on one phone call, you know, me and my brother are empaths, we can pick up if someone literally wants to get smoke blown up their bum. If someone says, look, here's some money, please coach me, then just refuses point blank to do anything and everything you say, mm. you're not coachable. Yeah. Okay, so we're understanding that we will work with anyone in regards to you just need to be coachable. I can't say, James, I really want to do a podcast, but I'm not going to speak. Yeah. Makes no sense. <laughs> and a lot of people want to create change, but they don't do the work. Do work. And you'll Makes be surprised no the amount of people that that happens to. Is that right? I let, yeah. go of a, I let go of a client last week. I spoke to them and said, I can't coach you no more. You don't get out of bed. Yeah. I can't coach someone that don't want to get up. I'm never going to help you create the results that you want because you're lazy in the morning. Please, you can't pay me no more. It's unethical of me to take your money because yeah. you can't even get up. And I suppose as well, as a coach... And your mindset must be that your success is... His success or is, her success. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, so if they're not prepared to do the work, then you can't. You physically cannot do your work. Let me explain something. This isn't a business. This is a lifestyle for me and Reese. I live for this. Please don't get it twisted. We actually wake up to do this every single day. We mm. care. Like, genuinely. Yeah. I answer my phone 24-7. Much to the annoyance of my wife. I'm, I'm slowing <laughs> down on that. But this isn't just a business. Yeah. So if people want our time and want the change, they need to care as much about themselves as we do as them. Yeah, too right. Other than yourselves and each other, is there anyone whose mindset you look at and you go, oh, yeah. I buy into that big time? Let, let me tell you one guy, man. I'll tell you six. No, just what I respected my... Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk massively. massively. Respect Gary right. if you are. So, so, so I love him for his business acumen. I love him for his documentation, his transparency, his tenacity, his realness, his rawness. That's from the business side. But who I admire, who continuously shows not only gratitude, but straight up hunger and hustle, is The Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Because every time I'm on Instagram, right, these are the wealthiest people in the world, right? You've got Grant Cardone, Gary V, The Rock. Every single time I'm on Instagram, they're the top three. No matter any time of the day, their hustle is so real, yet they've got 65, 70 million in the bank. Yeah. I admire that. I respect that. And I also love how grounded they all are. Yeah, it's true. You can learn a lot from them, James. Yeah, 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 too right. I really do admire it. So if someone's in the. Are not in the right frame of mind, they haven't got the right mentality, they haven't got the right mindset, Is would a good first step then be watch some of Gary Vee's videos, watch some of Grant Cardone's videos, just you know what I think? watch people. You might not be able to get those sorts of people in your network of friends or business partners, but you can, wa you can watch yeah, what they're doing. I think it gives you a little bit of a map of to how you have to act and behave, think and feel. Mm. It's just what these podcasts do and why me and Reese and you show um, our movements because people will marry up the the results that you create into the actual work and energy that you yeah. display. I think loads of people really underestimate how much frequency is important to results. As in, if you're not close, 
closing deals, you've probably got a mundane, lethargic attitude going into them. Yeah. You know, so I think the first step would be try and find someone who's winning in your area or in life and just watch how they live. And watch all... how they speak. Watch mm. their enthusiasm. I completely agree. And also watch with relaxed belief, knowing that they've been through the same stuff you're going through. Yeah. But they just made a decision. Yeah, yeah. It's that simple. You know, The Rock's got an amazing story. Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, they all sell their stories and they've all come from hardship. And the question that I've always asked myself is, wait there, these are not superhuman. If they can do it, why can't I? In fact, I'm going to do it. Okay, so on the flip side of that then, yeah. how do you develop your mindset if you haven't had the struggles? This oh, beautiful question. question. Because right, you guys, let's discuss. Let's question, just though. wait right then. This is so hard. Okay. <laughs> let, let me explain <laughs> something. If you've got someone that has not been through any pain, mm. you will find, oh, this is not controversial, but this is what my findings are so far. The majority of them won't ever have the grit to grind out the results. Is that right? Fact. One trillion percent fact. They can say that they want it, but are they going to do what's needed uh, to okay. get it? They may make £3,000, £4,000. They may be happy, but you do not have the grit to grind out the results if you ain't experienced the hardship. That's a God-given fact. Mummy and Daddy may give you money to start up something successful. You may be able to buy something successful and multiply it. Mm. But if we're talking about work ethic alone, vision... And creating something from nothing, if you ain't had to put on the electricity emergency button, share your brother's bathwater, sell a car to go to Texas, eat super noodles, you won't know what it's like to think, I have to turn this penny into a pound. Levels, James, and that is factual. Wow. There is no... Listen... When you display a level of work ethic, mindset, tenacity, so on and so forth, when you've come from nothing, it's just amplified it's a lot stronger than someone that's always got a get-out clause because at the end of the day, you go in your phone, you scroll down and you press daddy mm. or mummy. That's your get-out clause. There is no urgency for you to win because you've got a comfort blanket. So how can someone in that situation improve their mindset if they haven't got the... Pretend you, you have no get-out clause. Right. Take your mummy and daddy out of it. Make a moral commitment to yourself that you're not going to rely on other people to win or support you or to act as a little fallback on. You know, take them out of the equation. Make it a matter of life and death because to a lot of people it actually is. Mm. And some of them, remember, some of them may just like to think that they want to grind when in reality that they don't. Some of them need to be aware of the fact that they're actually happy being comfortable because they don't need to do this grit work. This ain't glamorous. Making success isn't glamorous. I guess it, it looks glamorous it's because of the likes of Gary Vee and Grant Cardone and what you boys are doing now. People look at it and go, oh, that's... glamorous. Yeah. So I would say to anyone, if you're in a position where you're really comfortable and you don't need or you don't want to or if you feel that you really, 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 really want to experience what this is like... Go and give all your money away and start from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> Go and give it all away and start from scratch. So as a flip to the original flip on the question, how does someone's mindset change? So, for example, you guys started out with nothing. Now you've got... Now you are comfortable. Both of you could stop work right now if you wanted to. Yeah. And would not have to, probably wouldn't have to work another day in your lives if you were quite sensible. Mm. Chances are you'd probably have to go and top it up, especially <laughs> if you kept going on holidays the way you go on holidays. But... How do you, how do you, your mindset must have changed. Can I tell you something? 
slightly off the angle a little bit, there's a film with Christian Bale, Batman Begins, and obviously his name's Bruce. He, he has an awful lot of money, multi, multi, multi... I think he's a billionaire. Yeah, right? billionaire. Right. And in this film, he wanted to, to take vengeance upon his mother being killed, but he knew with his mindset, his mansion, his money, he weren't ready. So what he did oh, is he, what he did is he gave his jacket to a homeless man, gave him all of his credit cards, his money, and literally went broke. Physically went broke. And he just went to jail to learn the hard way. And he had to acquire the mindset he needed to achieve his personal goal, which was effectively to go and beat up robbers and murderers, so on and so forth. But what the, the moral understanding you can get from that video is he understood the importance of being uncomfortable to get the job done. Mm. Now, he had to tell himself the truth. He had to make a commitment. He had to be uncomfortable. And in doing so, he become extremely successful. And that's what a lot of people are not understanding and moving forward. This whole process is hard. It weren't meant to be easy. You're not going to read a book and you think, oh, wicked, my mind's changed. You're not going to listen to this podcast and think, fantastic, I've changed. Away from being inspired from this content, you need to go all in. Mm. And is that why, I guess, anyone in any situation, if you come from a very privileged background or whatever, you can make yourself uncomfortable every day? Yeah, of course you can. If, you ha- if, you've, if you've got enough of the grit and determination to do it, you could, whether that be in the gym, whether that be in making business calls you don't want to make, you can, you can physically and mentally put yourself into positive constraints to succeed. And if you can't, James, get someone that can for mm-hmm. you. A coach that will move you forward yeah. outside of your comfort zones. Not someone fluffy who's going to stroke your ego and allow you just to simmer. Get someone who knows and understands what it's required to operate in your stretch zone. Because this is interesting because a, a lot of your clients are already super successful people who come, they're not, you know, they don't need help. You're not help, you don't, they don't need help, if that makes sense. They want to accelerate what they're already doing. You know, people who've got, as I said, you know, some people who've got seven figures who take it to eight because of what you've told them to do, they, these people are not daft. It's not like they need your it's not help daft. holding their hand. It's the fact that they believe they've still got more to give. Mm. And it's impossible, as a human, to, to, deep that dig inside, to dig that deep inside yourself and actually realise what you're capable of. Yeah. Which is why I say to people, you know, show what it is that you're capable of and people will gravitate towards you. And I think what's really interesting, based on what you've just said, James, is, is the people that display that commitment to go from six to seven figures or seven to eight are those that literally started with nothing. And all they're doing is retapping into the skill set, the mindset that they had from going from broke to six figures yeah. to go from seven to eight, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's fantastic. And they're the people that seem to be aligning themselves with me and my brother. You know, the people that are just willing to grind until it's, over probably because it's the situation that you two are in yeah you're gonna to have to tap into the to the bad lads from Cobb who had nothing to go from real high six figures to eight we had this conversation this is why i love you so much i rang Reese the other day and i said making this first million is so doable but we've literally got to tap into the fact that when we had no money for the electric we've got to take ourselves back there I yeah. said, it's so funny. I said, we're fine now, but we have to recreate. So we've just had, yeah. we had that conversation that we've just spoke about. Yeah. Fuck, we're comfortable, excuse my language. We don't really have to do that now, but we want to. Yeah, but, we've got to. But we've got to, but 
how do you get that emotion out? Yeah. So we, the first thing we do, we start to diet. We start to get up yeah. early. We start to yeah. do cardio. We go in the gym and we do the nasty workouts. We try to recreate that hunger. And I promise you, we spoke about it, I think, yeah. in the last episode... When you get comfortable, you do lose a bit of the fire. You so get you fluffy, got, You get fluffy. Recreate the focus. Recreate the drive. There's no such thing as being comfortable in the world that's evolving. Recreate the pain. The pain. Recreate that whole level of uncertainty you had when you had nothing. Nothing. Now, getting up in the morning, I don't particularly enjoy. Going to the gym, I've said it before. Look I don't how much you've changed enjoy. last month. Yeah. You made a decision. Yeah. And that type of hunger and desire and sacrifice, you cannot and will not be successful without it. Shit bust, period. How about this for a mindset? We talk about going broke, right? This is personal to me. I don't mind sharing it. I pay for my whole life in advance for a year, a year up front. No matter what bill that I have, I pay everything in advance. I, I, I make money, I then go try and go broke. So I say, right then, that's all the bills, all the expenses paid for a year in advance. Go out and create new business. Don't touch any of the other money that you've got. I've got to find ways to keep myself hungry because mm. I could just keep going in this comfortable bubble, not really increasing anything but maintaining it. Yeah. So I'm trying to find ways, now that I'm safe... I'm trying to find ways to increase that tenacity and that desire because otherwise the growth that I'm capable of will always be small. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I remember when you moved to the, the beautiful house that you're in now. Yeah. And you said, um, it was, I think it was a Saturday afternoon, you coached people in the morning. You, you were sitting in a coffee shop on your own. You were like, and you were saying, oh, within a year, we'll move. You saw I was in, in the Nando's. Oh, okay. You said it will be, um, <laughs> it'll always keep it real. It'll always keep it yeah. real. Get back to Nando's. But um, you said that within a year, you'd move to that house. And then you went, actually, do you know what? I've got to move into it now. It was because in I'm two years. I rang up my fiance at the time, my now wife, and I said, arrange a viewing for that amazing barn. We're moving in within two years. Then I said, stop. I'm the guy that preaches abundance. I'm the guy that says, I remember Go out you and get saying it. this to me. Yeah, so yeah. I said, call them up. We're getting it now. And she's like, Louis, have you seen the place? I'm like, wow, it's amazing. We booked a viewing. I think that was on a Monday. We booked in it on the Thursday. Eight weeks later, it was ours. Eight wow. weeks later, it was ours. So that's almost you have had to synthesise uh, need. Because you, you you could have stayed where you were. It was also a very nice house. and been quite comfortable. All, all the rent was paid, but you had to almost stretch yourself to, like, the next level and of... And just go all in. I yeah, had a message yeah, yeah. today on my phone, and I can read it out to you. In fact, I'm going to... Wait there a second, please. I'm not going to say who it's off, because they are a listener of the show. And the message reads... All? One second, please. <laughs> the message reads... I guaranteed my wife I would buy her a brand new Range Rover Evoque within two years last night, and it's pretty much your fault. Ha ha. And that's the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sent that guy a personal voice note on Facebook. You've got to go all in. Because this little thing with, um, yeah, in a year or two, without making that upfront commitment, you've got to make an upfront commitment with your time, with your energy, with your focus. There's no way you're going to make it happen. We're going to have to work towards wrapping up. This is flown by, isn't it? Flown by. This is too powerful. We'll do an episode two Please. this one. I think we'll have to do an episode two. Can you succeed without the right mindset? No. No. Okay, cool. Rapid fire is turning into a lucky. Can I tell you why you can't? Yeah, go on. You'd just be kidding yourself. You know, you're going to be telling yourself and the world that you can. And the fact is, if you feel like you've succeeded, it means you've not set your goals high enough. Mm. Simple as that. Final question. Is mindset more important than talent? 
One trillion zillion quid zillion percent yes. That's a lot. Because I don't have no ability, but I have a great mindset. My ability is completely average and I'll openly say I'm not that talented. Is it though? Is it though? You're a champion boxer, you're a professional footballer, you are you're a award-winning bodybuilder. I disagree, Lou. Your ability has always been better than mine. Yeah, better than yours, but I I'm beat you in my mindset. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, let me get serious just for a second. I'm beating you serious, yeah, My them, mindset's better than yours. Okay, I need them to understand this. Ability will always become secondary to mindset. I believe the reason that me and Reese create such good results with individuals is because everyone can change their mindset. Mm. Ability you're born with. Right, okay. You were born, you're born with ability, yeah, yeah. talent, it's in your DNA. Mindset, you can manipulate. Wow. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, Reese D, do you agree? Uh, again. Mindset's more important than talent. Yeah, I know you think you're more talented uh, than him. So, so if you're talented, no matter what field you're in, it's your mindset that's going to enable you to express it and exceed your original expectations of what you wanted to achieve. Yeah. You know, so many people sit back on talent, but not everyone exposes it themselves to the, the greatness that they're worth. Does that make sense? Yeah, without is a it, doubt. It's the mindset that enables you to apply, but more importantly, it's the mindset that should enable you to execute upon that ability. Wow. Makes sense? What a show. What a show. I knew, I knew mindset was going to be a good subject for you two, but this has gone... We've gone deep again. We've gone real deep again. And we would definitely do an episode two, because, again, I've got a, another huge list of questions, same as I had for last week's show with money, and I've, um, yeah, I've not touched them. Fantastic. I've not touched them. So then... Finally, so I said it before, it was the final question, I lied. We've got something now on the show which I'm calling Contact. Okay. Champions of Mind, tangible, actionable tip. Okay. Contact. Do you like that? Contact? I <laughs> honestly thought you were Japanese. <laughs> what does that stand for? <laughs> Champions of Mind, tactical, actionable tip. Contact. Oh, no, it's not. Do you like it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, like don't it. Don't like, like it, it. but I respect you, so okay. we'll go with it. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, enjoy this uh, contact, please, listeners, because it's never coming back to the show again. Well, uh, number one top tip for taking consistent action. Best way to improve your mindset right now could take someone under five minutes. Application in your stretch zone. It will inevitably improve your mindset, how you view yourself, how you perceive what used to be an obstacle was merely a springboard to what you wanted to achieve, but you need to get uncomfortable. You need to have the mindset to get uncomfortable, to remain uncomfortable, and to achieve your own personal goals. Without being uncomfortable, without having a mindset that allows you to be uncomfortable, means you're going to stay still. Yeah. Write down four character traits that you want futuristically then act them out every single day for eight weeks watch what happens to your beliefs about who you can become wow i like that nice you know i say this i believe in you louis believes in you james believes in you but that's not enough we want you to believe in yourself what a show champions of mind episode 10 all about mindset if you enjoyed this show, please go and share, give some feedback, stay close to the fire. You can find us, Champions of Mind. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we've got a Facebook like page, there's a community page over there. Get involved wherever you can. Next episode, we are talking about fear. The fear to push forward with your life. So make sure you tune in next time. Again, subscribe, review and share this with a friend. Give us a five-star review if you've enjoyed today's show. Reese D, you know what time it is. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Champions of Mind podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud or Google Play. Share this episode with one friend that you think it might help and give the Champions of Mind team a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. 
Rock's got an amazing story. Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, they all sell a story.